Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are so glad that you could join us here on this lovely grayish, sort of soggy Saturday, which is a great way to start thinking about cooking and eating, because it is cooking and eating season. Um, all right, it's time. It's time for that lovely part of the show. We do the top two in hour two. Give me the old one two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two... Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, will it? All right, so these are a couple of things that we are fixated on, can't stop thinking about, kind of in love with. Let's just start. I'll start. Okay. Since you're still thinking. <laughs> no, I'm so. ready. I'm ready now, Steph. <laughs> I'm going to start with the fact that uh, I went to the Backdoor Burger Bar in uh which is behind mr paul's uh supper club in edina so mr paul's supper club in edina the front you know this great new orleans restaurant homage to the big easy and then you go around the back and it's mr pa- it's you know mr paul's po' boys and jams but on the weekends you guys like that's during the daytime and you know the po' boys are served from 11 to whenever but the burger Backdoor Burger Bar is Friday and Saturday. Easy for you to say. I know, right? Friday and Saturday from 5 to 9 p.m. And they have a lot of different, you know, kind of event schedules. So you have to check check the Instagrams before you go. But I'm telling you, those burgers are extremely delicious. Not only that, but they have a burger special, a featured, or sorry, a featured sandwich special. You guys, yesterday I, or the other day, I tried a fried bologna sandwich that had... Um, that was like griddled and then it had um, chips on it too. Like so much mayonnaise that it was just sort of obscene and it was like actually obscene. And um, I <laughs> bit into it on my Instagram. They showed, they, they filmed me I biting into it. it. But did you hear it? You yes, could hear it from like 50 feet away. There was like the crunch sound was audible. And I was just like, it was that crunchy. It was that delicious. That thing was so good. And it's the it's a sandwich that sort of is an homage to uh, Turkey and the Wolf, which is a New Orleans restaurant um, that has got a lot of cool things. That is the cookbook that sits in my living room that I pace through every once in a while being like, ooh, that would be fun. Should I go do that? That guy roller skates. I like him. Oh, my God. So fun. Talk about joie de vivre. Yeah. That, is, that entire Turkey and the Wolf and actually... 
the back uh, door burger bar, the same thing. It's about like if you are finding yourself in a crabby place, you cannot be crabby there. I'm just saying. It just doesn't work. Like it'll fix you. So the back door burger bar at Mr. Paul's Supper Club is my t- first one. What's your first okay, one? Okay. My first one is Momo Dosa. Oh, yeah. And I was at Malcolm Yards for Jason Duresh's bartender takeover. Yeah. And had some delicious dumplings. Great. And coincidentally, I am hosting a dumpling event tomorrow. It is at Malcolm Yards. It's going to be from three to five. And you can come and eat steamed dumplings because why wouldn't you? Right. But you can also have a Momo making contest participation at 3.30 or at four o'clock. You can eat as many Momos as you can stuff in your face. I mean, how many do you think you can do? I don't know. Because uh, they're probably, not huge. They're kind of, they're very... I ate eight. What do you think, like a golf ball size or maybe a little bit bigger than that? Yeah, I ate eight handily myself. Yeah, that feels so like 12? a normal day. I don't know. Could I eat 12? <laughs> I think you could. I totally probably could. I feel like that scene from... Um, I feel like whenever I think about it, I think of Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, he's like shoving them all in his face. I feel like I could do that. Yes, totally. I so come out it. and join me. It's going to be fun. Malcolm Yards, Momo Fest. I love it. Okay, so my second one is going to be, uh, it's sweet corn ice cream. Oh, I know. It. Who and made it? This is from Zoe Francois. Oh. I know. Her, the Magnolia, you know, her show, Zoe Bakes, on Magnolia Network, the season three finale airs tomorrow on Sunday, and I'm on it. So it's me and Steph. This is Shim. your second time. It's actually my third time, but <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, but you guys, I made pickle dip for the show. Like I made, and I have no idea if it made the cut, but I brought it. it was kind of like she was having a backyard barbecue. Sure. So I was going to bring pickle dip, and um, I don't know if it made the. We'll see. But nonetheless, the most important part of this is like her sweet corn ice cream. You guys is God. It's so good, and it's so perfect because it's not like super overpowered with corn it's just sort of this lovely i don't know it's yeah, got i can totally see how you know that it. would work yeah it's it's nothing but like a little bit of sugar a touch of honey lots of cream and a little bit of vanilla and then sweet corn and it's you know the idea that then she puts this uh caramel sauce over it which was perfect Yum. so good but that's happening on um you can and you can check out her uh, you can not, you can watch her show, and but then you can also check the Instagram or the uh, the recipe out on zoebakes.com. So I'll put a link up for that too. Okay. What's your second? Okay, so we're very early, but we're getting into like where people are starting to think about holiday season, and particularly if you're making things or you need to order things that are custom. Yeah. I was working on a Viking segment. And remembered that our friend Debbie Wolk from Debbie Wolk Designs had these cute little Viking skull um, dip holder things that I used um, when I was doing a NFL game day recipe. But also it reminded me that she has like these custom platters, custom bowls, custom things. So if you have like a favorite family recipe, let's say it's my rhubarb custard bars. Yeah. They can write that recipe on a platter. She can write it on a ceramic platter that's customizable. For your family for a holiday gift. Great. So I want to throw it out early. Early. Because then you have time. If you have like a famous soup recipe and you want it on a big soup crock to give as a gift to your daughter. Yeah. Or a wedding. This is the time. So I'm going to put up a link for her. I just think she's really neat. She's a local artist. She does a great job. Yeah. I think that's great. So that was my second. Debbie Wolk. 
All right, I love it. Um, all right, that's the. There's a lot of weddings happening right now. So oh, many, there sure is. I guess that's. Just, I mean, my anniversary was <laughs> would have been on in September as well. I feel like a lot of people get married in September because it's like the weather's great. It's more countable. It's less crazy. But I feel like there's a lot of gifts. People were like kind of thinking about like, what do you get for wedding gifts? That yes. are kind of interesting and unique. But so I think that's a great idea, yeah. especially if it's in your family. You know what I mean? Yes. If you have like something. Um, my cookbook ended up being like our family's like homage and ended up that everybody like has one. Yeah. But if you have like a special recipe or yeah, all of that. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, last year at cookbook swap, we did do the recipe swap. Remember we did that too. Oh yeah. People brought some recipe cards. (laughs) Is that a thing that we want to do again? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Did I don't I wish I knew if that like it felt like that was a good thing for people or not. I don't I, know. I wish I did too cuz then you could decide. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? Instead of sitting on air not? and waffling like, about huh, it. I don't know. Is should that a we, thing? Shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's I mean the recipe swap thing I think that we did by mail during the pandemic when we couldn't have cookbook swap was cool. And mail. Like shouldn't we be supporting the mail before it I stops? Don't know. <laughs> I still like mail. I do too, but I, I don't. Like catalog. That was a lot to coordinate. That was a lot, and then I felt bad because some people were like, well, "I never got anything," and oh, I'm like, "I don't boy. know what happened. I, I can't." Know. It was too much, but I do like the, <laughs> best intentions. It really was. I have all these great ideas, you guys, and then like what, like ten percent can happen. Does That's, anyone want to be a personal assistant to right. to food oh, ladies? Because can please. you imagine how confusing it would be to be a personal assistant for both of us, though? Which Stephanie? Which time? Which broadcast? Oh, which that's true. Would be it would, be, it would a, be a mess. But I'm I'm looking. If you need if to, you, if you, you want to help, okay. just give me a DM. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I'm getting so many things confused. Are you missing dates? Yeah, I for and sure have dropped the ball. Can we just, just like... do a blanket apology to everybody right now? <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> We're just sorry if we've dropped the ball on you. Yes, and. People are like, I'm sorry, I already reached out to you once about this. I'm like, oh, no, no you're going to have to do it multiple going. times. It's fine. Yep. And there's 12 ways to reach people. I know. There's an email. There's a Facebook message. There's a messenger. There's a DM on Instagram. <sighs> there's a tweet. Like, there's I a know. WhatsApp. Like, who can keep track of all these things? Well, and then you no think one. you've talked to someone and you're like, wait, I can't actually find where they are. No, and you know it. you've, like, reached. I know, yeah. I know. So, again. I'm well, glad this. I, I am really feeling affirmed and are seen. You? Okay, good. Yes, I'm glad that I am not the only person oh, this is God, happening no. to on the regular. I often feel like putting out just a blanket apology. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there's, like, I have my aunts who have texted me and sent me emails. And I'm like, I swear to God, I'm going to reply. I swear to God, I'm coming to Michigan. And I I have to tell you and like all this stuff yeah. and I just feel like I should just apologize to everybody. Oh, so. that's funny. Here we are. We are sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Never hurts to say sorry. No, it doesn't. And we mean well. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about a really kind of exciting show that's happening. Uh, that's a smash hit in Korea and it's here in the Twin Cities. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. It's a fabulous fall day, and Gary's kids have made spectacular jumps into the pile of leaves. Mm-hmm. Now next up is Gary himself. This dad looks confident. Sure does. He's running, and oh, no, he's pulled something. Oh, he is airborne, and he's headed straight for the... Ooh, wow. If only Gary had joined the Y and prepared his muscles and mind with a free fall fitness assessment. Yeah, that would have been a good choice. Get ready for fall. Yes, that's right. At ymcanorth.org. Hello, everyone. How are you today? Oh, so great. All right. 
Um, Stephanie is our guest here. She is. Okay, excellent. Uh, we are here with Catherine Young Un Park. I hope I said your name right, Catherine. Are you there? Was you pronounced it correctly? You sound like Marie. <laughs> Excellent. I'm so glad to have you. We are going to be talking about cooking with Children's Theater. Just a smash new performance new experience. To us, but one of the longest running shows and the biggest hit in Korea itself. In Seoul, they have sold out shows every day. Is that correct, Kat? Is that right, Catherine? Well, we have a show every single day, which is 365 days a week. And we have more than two shows per day. So pretty much sold out. Oh, my God. It was really an uh, unexpected treat. I love children's theater just to begin with. If you are someone uh, for adults or kids of all ages, they do just such great theater there. But that was such a really beautiful setting for this cooking experience that was like really, it's hard to even describe. It's like performance, art, cooking, music, comedy, all in one. Well, it's a mixture of all the elements that you can expect from the theater. You know, you will see the martial arts, but you're going to also see and you're going to smell the food mm. in the theater. This is something that you never expect from the, the regular shows. But we have a food on stage and we have a invitation. We invite the audience to be on stage and be the part of the show. <laughs> this is something that give the very special experience for everybody we so i brought my uh i brought the geologist my son who is you know 28 and so i was like oh everyone's got their kids i'll bring my kid who's you know he's actually <laughs> been a cook which was funny but we said that it was kind of like a mix so what this is you guys like this is a show it's non-verbal in that it's not a it's a play but it's not a play it's the story is told of this kitchen and the story is told through four you know uh cooks or chefs who are on the stage and it's chopping and it's rhythmic and it's drumming and it's martial arts we decided that it was a mix between blue man group top chef and power rangers yeah like that's kind of how it felt yes it is well we 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 easily call it benny hana meeting the jackie chan on stage we call it that way (laughs) that's it it was just fantastic and I th- and I think Catherine, I came and talked to you before I saw the show, and I was kind of wondering about how it was going to sort of translate Korean food and cooking. And I, it really was so much more than that. It wasn't about that. There was a beautiful presentation of bulgogi. Yeah, and you I did kind of want to eat the dumplings. Yeah, and the dumplings and the soups. But it really is more about the rhythms of a kitchen. And you were telling me a little bit about the special Korean rhythm. Yes, yeah, so there is a Korean rhythm, the traditional rhythm we call the samulori. This is based on the on the throughout the whole show. Yeah, but this is the rhythm that we're kind of like forced to learn from your kindergarten through the whole ages and a teenage. But this is the rhythm very common to the Korean, but maybe not for the Westerners. But we were trying to keep some like Korean traditional elements in the shows in trying to mix this onto the into the common place which is a kitchen there is a everyone has a kitchen in internationally right so we were trying to find the sound with this typical rhythm of korea into the common place so that's how this show all made up together the show was super colorful it was 
loud. It was fun. It was lively. It was all ages, too. So little kids would love this, but also teenage kids and adult kids. I went with a grown adult, and we both just laughed. And also, one of the things about the show that was super fun was listening to the kids in the audience and the giggling and the fun that they're having. Uh-huh. Well, we call it like a regardless of age group or nationality, all can sit in the same room and laugh together and clap together. This is the show that we have in here. Such physical comedy, too, from the chefs oh themselves God. that they just, I mean, the, from the drumming to the physical, like facial expressions and the way that they really brought you along on this journey through the kitchen. It was super fun. It is, it is. Well, you know, those actors trained at least of six months to uh, um, like 12 months to be on stage. But those ones who are in the Twin City are the, they have experience of more than 10 years with the cooking. So they're very skillful. Yeah. This is like, and that's what you, we were talking about this as far as this has been going on for so long that you find that you have multi-generations bringing their, like bringing their kids, you know, people who have come, you know, and seen it as kids now bring their kids. Right, so this show is a 26 years old, which means we, when you see this in when, in your teenage time, when you grow up, you want to bring your parents or your kids, so like a three generation can come together in one place. It's that's it's really great, and you can see this through October 22nd. Um, is the tour? It's 90 minutes, and there is no intermission, so it goes super fast. And there isn't like a moment where you're wondering, like it no, just clips by. It, just it was goes. really quick. It is wonderful. No, we don't give you any time to think about it. We just want you to laugh and just forget about your daily life. Yeah. And so, Catherine, you and I had said that you're bringing these actors in from all over because you it's you're the obviously you play in Seoul in Korea. But then, you know, you this is a traveling show that is <clears throat> all around the world. You've played different venues in different you know countries and everything else but i of course want to know since you guys are all not from here where have you eaten in town that you guys have enjoyed do you have a restaurant that you guys have been going to well we've been going to a lot of places in an eating district i think it's in the nicolette avenue oh yeah the eat street uh-huh yeah we went to Jamaican place, we went to Greek place, and we went to, of course, McDonald's. <laughs> we, went to, we went to all different kinds of places, and we love going to Spy Coffee. Oh, Spy, Spy House. House. Yeah. Yep. Spy House, yes. So they've That's been to great. Christo's, Jamaica, uh, Jamaica Pimento. Pimento Kitchen. Yep. Oh, fun. Yeah, we well, but still, there's a lot more to go. So we're still exploring this neighborhood here. Go to the Black Forest German restaurant. Yeah. The German restaurant. Oh, is it Black Forest Inn? Yeah. Yes. I, 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 like, I went by there. So they have a beautiful patio that's kind of hidden in the middle. Oh, yeah. We love the patio. We are, we are the big group of 11 people. Maybe we should go and explore the patio there. Yeah, it's real nice. Wait till we get kind of a nice fall day and go. Oh, that'll be fun. So what do people, so, and I just want to make sure that everyone understands that this show is like, and you said all ages, but it is at the Children's Theater. It's and called Cooking. It's called Cooking, and it's called Nanta is the Korean name for it. But I have to tell you guys, like at first I thought, oh, I, it's going to be a kid show. And it definitely has playful elements and you do have to suspend your sense of, you have to kind of be open to enjoying it. But I have to tell you, Catherine, this 
is the fact that the kids are in like the kids get so into the show themselves that it it kind of mm-hmm. brings a whole different level to it. Like that was so much fun for me. Well, you you know, it was really fun for me to witness like toddler dancing on the aisle and laughing yeah. all together on the lab and it was great. Oh good. Thank you. Thank Catherine. you so much, Catherine. Everybody, you gotta go check out Cookin. Children's Theater. Children's Theater. Get tickets. Get In my mind, you go get an afternoon show and then you go eat because you're going to be hungry afterwards. We'll put a link up for tickets. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. We're so glad you're here. Um, there's a lot of boil- stuff just bubbling. I think we're going to do a little restaurant industry news, local industry mm-hmm. news. We should have a sounder for that. We should. We should get one. All right, let's make one. Um, Let's talk about what's going on in town and a little bit about... I just want to shout out also just mentioning that I am going to go sit on this panel at MinPost this afternoon. If you guys are coming, if anyone is coming or, um, you know, you want to pop by, I think you can get tickets. I don't know. But it's me and Yi Vang and Ann Kim and Jorge Guzman. And we are talking about uh, third culture cooking. And that's what we had on Tanner the other week to talk about it a little bit. But I'm very excited about it. So. Yeah. Um, went to King Coil Spirits. Oh, tell us about that. I really enjoyed it. It yeah. is owned by the folks that own Lake Monster Brewing. It is in that same uh, Cretan Vidalia concept or uh, corner in the old um, King Coil mattress factory, actually. Yep. I, I had... Not a lot of like expectation when I got there. Yep. And I was extremely su- pleasantly surprised. Oh, okay. So I've always liked Lake Monster as a brewery. I think they do a good job. Their beers are good. And it's a great community gathering space. We do book clubs there. What King Coil Spirits is, is it took it to kind of the next level. Yeah. So adding the distillery piece. They will eventually be selling spirits there. Um, they are serving all of their spirits, but they also had a really good food program. I thought there were pizzas that were quite delicious that were, um, uh, half sheet pan pizzas and kind of the crust was really delicious. It was sort of cornmeal-y, um, but also like not super puffy. Like I thought it was going to be like, uh, oh, the ones I had were kind of puffy. They're bready because they're made with, uh, they're made with, a. uh, oh my gosh, our friends at the mill in town, Bakersfield, they're made with Bakers- Bakersfield flour. I just loved them. Yeah, I thought no, I that the crust delicious. was super good. Um, the pizza that I had had pepperoni that was made with red table meats before it's now, um, help me the people making meat. Oh, Lowry Hill. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a hot honey on it and it was just quite good. And then I also had something that I loved, which was a kind of a pickle plate. And it was all these different pickly things like pickled beans, pickled beets, pickled jalapenos, pickles, pickled onions. And then there was a, a dill, smoked fish spread like a pate. I love a white fish spread. Oh, yeah. and it came with these crackers that were I asked about the crackers specifically because it was uh pasta run through a pasta machine, this bread dough. So they were really thin, mm-hmm. but they held up to putting like big slabs of the dip on it with the pickly bits. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Do they have a pizza with that on it with the white fish spread? I I think I might go back for it because I, think- I really thought it the, what I had was delicious. Yeah, it was. I mean, I thought that was a brilliant idea. I love more of that, like more smoked whitefish. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for that. Two bars, one in the front, one in the back. Mm-hmm. They have different menus at each bar. 
in terms of the drinks, I thought they were thoughtful. I enjoyed, there was a Spanish gin and tonic that had a celery bitters that I really enjoyed. I really liked when I did the sneak peek, I really liked their drink offerings. I thought they were, they were thoughtful yeah. and not trying to be too sweet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they were very, um, they were aware that it sometimes can go too sweet. I so. had a banana Ramos. Yes. Loved that. I kind of was it's funny. You mentioned sweet because I kind of wanted it to be sweeter. Oh yeah. Cause it seemed like it was going to be, but then it was kind of more savory. Yeah. But also just great bar service. Like, Oh, good. I, I was there on a like friends and family, so you don't right. have a high expectation of service on those usually. They're not officially open, right, until next week? I think I'll I'll look. Well, I feel like it was the 29th when I heard that they were going to be officially open. I just open. really want to go back. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, I can absolutely see coming back here. I'm curious about the spirits moving forward, you know, because I thought that the drinks were delicious, but also like having spirits is just fun. Yeah. And I think uh, I I love the fact that it's named after like the original building was a, an original mattress factory, you know, and they're kind of like playing the game of a little bit of a retro vibe, which is we haven't seen that for a while. They have whiskey, they have rum, they have vodka, the whole uh, distillery vibe. I just thought was great. And I love the graphics too. Friday, September 29th is yeah. the actual opening right. day. Right. Um, and someone asked if it was child friendly on Facebook. Uh, I'd I say mean, maybe. It is. I would say it is. It's, it's, it's not not child friendly in the way that your kid can come and sit. You can have a cocktail. You can have, there's pizza. It's not, you know, it's not like kid pizza. But I would say that it doesn't feel like like a dark night vibe. You know what I mean? That in that way, child friendly. But I mean, it's a distillery. And it's people not, bring their kids to distilleries and breweries all the time. It's That's not. Fine. I felt like I feel like most breweries are pretty child friendly, and certainly Lake Monster is too because they've got cards and stuff. I felt like the distillery was like sure you could bring your kid, but I probably wouldn't. I, yeah, I mean, I guess if you, it depends on also what kind of kid are we talking Yeah, about. and like at what age and okay. I don't know. It just felt a little more sophisticated and higher top tables. Um, yeah, that would be my overall vibe. Okay. Maybe I would visit it myself first. Okay. Um, hey, I wanted to talk about Steady Poor, and that's a place that you and I have to go. Um, so Steady Poor is, you know, this is a little place in Northeast Sort of over by uh, Norseman Distilling, kind of in that, you know, our Ever Sharp neighborhood. We love that. Um, they opened and, you know, they were making uh, sort of mixers. Like you could buy non-alcoholic, you know, juices and like, you know, beverages. Yep. And then that also went in as mixers. So you could buy a huge thing of it and then have that at your cocktail party and let people add things. Um and what ha- they had this great space, right? And so it was a private event space, and they were kind of like, we'll just do rent out, we'll have pop-ups. I went to, Jake and I went to a Venai pop-up there with mm-hmm. Yia, and that was sort of wonderful. But they had always decided that they wanted to be an actual bar. And so with, you know, they have the license to do it, and but they also needed to have food because that was part of the deal if they wanted to operate as a bar. So they have now launched a new menu and so, and they had Jorge Guzman is worked with Jacob Schumach, who is their, you know, chef of residence. And it kind of, to me, feels like it's really the way that we always want to snack while we're drinking. So it's definitely like a tapas kind of feel. Yep. But um, I kind of love the idea of it being, um, 
you know, like little small plates and little things that you can um, order and snack on and eat and just like and, and have it be sort of a Mediterranean feel. Yeah. Not an overarching like I'm not going to sit down and like have an entire dinner. Right. Um, and so I think that's kind of fun. I really enjoy that. All right. That sounds like somewhere that we should put on our yeah, list. It's 2125 East Hennepin Avenue. Just so you know. And it isn't like you park in this parking lot. It feels like it's like a bank or something. And you have to kind of go around the backside of it. But I'm just not kidding you. Steadypoor.com. You want to give them a look. Okay. Um, follow them on Instagram. They're pretty great. So I love All right. I'm excited about that. I'm also going to uh, that. I'm going to go see the. Tim McKee, San Yusan oh. dinner that we talked yes, about last we talked week. talked about last week. That's when I get back. Oh my gosh. It was, I mean, I know we talked about it, so I'm not going to rehash it again, but I mean, I literally was one of my favorite meals of the year. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. That makes me excited about it. I know. I'm just, it just really, really was. So, um, so there you go on that. What else is going on in the industry? There's a bunch of other things besides the fact that we all, did we talk about the fact that Vinay is going to open in the dangerous man? I'm, I mean, it's old we news. Have not. It is kind of old news, but only meaning that it's two weeks old. I know. Uh, Vinay is a restaurant that we've been waiting for it to open for gosh, at least a couple of years. Yeah, it is. Um, Yia Vang's, a uh, more full service restaurant concept. Yeah. And yeah, it's found a home at Dangerous Man. That's pretty great. I went to Oro too. Did I tell you about that by Nixta? Yeah. And really enjoyed that. That great. is a spectacular dining experience, you guys. Really good service. Like they walked us through the menu in a way that I thought was really thoughtful. Is it full service or is it still kind of service? It is full service. Okay. So you sit down yes. and you have a server. Yes. Okay. That's great. And the mole was delicious. Um, the Ooh, tacos that we had were really good. They had an esquite salad that I really liked. Um, the drinks were good, really delicious margaritas. We just had a good time. Okay, good. Hey, we want to shout out Anne Ahmed for being named to uh, the New York that? Times 50 Best Restaurants. Or How about 50 that? Favorite Restaurants Across the Country. It was funny. My friend, uh, Sarah, who's not a big like restaurant person or foodie. She's just likes to go out. She goes out a lot, but like doesn't really think about restaurants in that way. She goes, Hey, have you heard about this guy Noy over in Loring Park? I was like, yes, I have. I've eaten there. She's like, I have eaten there three times in the last two weeks. I can't stop going there. She just like loved the casual nature of it yes. that like you can go and not have a reservation and just pop in that there's dishes for everybody, that the spice level is pretty on point. She just like went on and on and on. And I thought, oh, it's so fun to see this through her eyes because I, I also loved it. Yeah. And I I love Kaluna too, but it's like a very different experience. Totally and is. Lat 14 as well. Kind of a different experience, more of like a neighborhood vibe. Yeah. Like Gainoy just feels like of that neighborhood, delicious, snacky plates, lively fun spicy like yeah i just love all of that about yeah. it yep and i think that that you know like having it be on the list is really interesting to me because i think you know one of the things that Anne, when she was opening it that she was very very um set on the fact that she wanted something downtown minneapolis she was like let's do something let's put something here so that people will come back downtown and, you know, really sort of engage again. And I think that that's happening. I think it's a slow roll, but I think it's happening. And I think that there's, you know, people are, are, I have the feelings that they are not coming down, but then they get kind of enticed. And then they kind of feel like, okay, maybe they can 
trust it. And in well, that corner, I mean, Cafe Lurcade is fantastic. That so patio is great. P.S. Steak in the old 510 Groveland building. What's happening over at the Sculpture Garden at the Walker and with cardamom. Yeah, yeah. it's all. There's it's, a lot it's of a good great stuff. Spot. It's a good stuff. It's a good time to be here. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to wrap it up and talk about some of the other things going on around town. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Weekly Dish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Weekly Dish. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this weekend. This was fun. Just to let you guys know, just an FYI... We are going to have a replay next weekend because we are both going to be gone. Yes. So we are both heading to the other side of the world. I'm going to go to Italy and Croatia, and you are going to España. España. This is going to be so fun. So you'll have to watch all of our Instas, all of our yes. grams, and we'll flood your face with food. I'm coming back the weekend after on the seventh. You're still gone. Yeah, I don't come back till the Sunday. Right. I think. I think I have Elizabeth Reese on the seventh. So it'll be me and Elizabeth downloading my trip, and then you'll come back on the 14th, and that's going to be cookbook swap. Correct. So you're going to download your trip then. And then I'm home. And then you're home for a for while? For the duration, for feast well, season. What I do you know? know? It's hard to believe, it'll but be yes, so friends. strange. <laughs> I know, but I'm so excited about it. Yeah. No, it'll be a lot of fun, and we'll have uh, we'll have all the good things coming at you. Um, okay, let's, we, I said we were going to talk about some things going on in town this weekend, or let's talk about your Lex dinner Can quickly. Can we? Because yeah. apparently there was a broken link when people oh, went no. to register and, okay, so I'm doing a dinner at the Lexington, it's with 45th Parallel, and it is a four-courser, it's a cocktail dinner, so each course comes with a cocktail, if you are a non-drinker, there'll be a mocktail option too. And 45th Parallels Distillery out of New Richmond, Wisconsin, but they have a tap room in Stillwater, too, or a cocktail room. I always call them tap rooms. Yeah. And the Lex is super fun. So come and join us. You'll learn about the distillery. You'll learn about individual courses. I'll emcee the whole thing. Tickets are available. There was apparently a broken link, so when people went to sign up, it looked like it was sold out. It is not sold out. Not sold out. It is October 17th. And I'm looking forward to it. 
and you can join us okay. and it'll be fun. So you can find a link. I'll put one up on our Facebook page. You can find it on my Instagram too. I love it. Um, there's a lot of dinner party things happening. Yes. This is like dinner party season and I I'm know. very excited by this. Um, we need to talk about the Paris Dining Club dinner at the uh, Twin Cities Flower Exchange. It's I'm sold out. Be it's, gone, otherwise it's I already gone. sold out. Yeah. You guys, it's sold out because I'm telling you, this was like the thing that I was like, I we need to do it. But I want to talk about it because I hope that they're going to do another one. Um, but it's basically dinner in a magical flower warehouse, and having it be a uh, $150 ticket that is going to be food from Paris Dining Club, which is Jamie Malone, sommelier Bill Somerville is going to be doing. Oh, uh, you know. And uh, wine pairing with it. Why? Let's do more like in the warehouses that have yes. flowers and stuff. I mean, it's. I mean, I just. I'm jealous that I couldn't go. I couldn't go anyway because uh, I have another thing that night. But the fact that they're doing these, like, you know, the first course is like a pork terrine. There's going to be a spinach salad course. That There's, dinner we did at oh, the Institute of Arts. Both of us went yes. to that. Like, let's have dinners in weird in places. places that it's are, fun. Yes, and and the fact that you know that it's going to be a Jamie Malone dinner makes it all the like I know a hundred percent I would have paid two hundred bucks easily for that ticket. Me too. Or more. Um but just so that you know there's other places too doing dinners. Um I wanted to shout out that Greener Pastures that you know I'm on the board for this cute little nonprofit that is really intent on helping people understand, you know, different aspects of farm life and not just food. They are we are doing a um we have two different activism dinners on Actually, two different sessions, the weekend of October 7th and 8th, and then there's on the 21st and 22nd. And these harvest dinners are, they sound so delicious, the food. Where are they doing it? So it's going to be at the Greener Pastures Kitchen, which is where we did our, in Northeast, it's in uh, the director's home at the the kitchen that we took the the chicken breaking down. We did a chicken uh, butchery class. But these are going to be, what I love about this dinner is that it is not just about um, I mean, it is sitting through the harvest and meeting farmers and having discussions about it, but we're also going to have a chat about the federal farm bill. And this is about education for people who would like are very interested in supporting small local family farms, but also kind of understanding the impact of the bigger, uh, the bigger picture and the things that people are doing in that and the way that it affects, you know, small farms. And so we're going to have some farmers and some people there talking about it. And then I love about the fact that at the end of the dinner, you have an opportunity to do something like write a letter or send a note to your mm-hmm. congressman. It's like it's it's not just saying, hey, do something. It's giving you the opportunity to act if you feel that that's important. So we had a really great um, when I went to that dinner, I had a great time. Oh, good. I'm and glad. It was fun. And I just want to let you guys know there is a through Sunday. It's a 15 percent off sale on the ticket. So you can get the ticket. Uh, it was normally $145, so the tickets are 123 which is a great deal. And I'm actually going to be there on the 8th. So if you want to hold that, uh, know that I will be yes. there if you want to hang out. Um, a couple other things happening. Uh, Mara is hosting their first wine dinner. Have you been to Mara lately? Not lately. Not lately. Not lately. I tend to go sit in that bar a lot. I like that bar. Yeah. I like sitting at the Four and, Seasons. I did see Daniel Hume, Hume speak uh, right. a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Yeah. And Let's s- sit at the bar together, Stephanie. Yeah. I mean, I ended up sitting there and getting a hummus and, uh, you know, some pita all the time. But they're doing uh, a six-course dinner with four wine pairings from this Dumol 
winery of Sonoma County. Um, but I think it's really cool that they created two distinct vermouths with lead barman Nate Besky, who's there. And Nate is just a good soul, you guys. And so the fact that they did something in conjunction with a local is notable. Yeah. And I love that. So they have two seatings, five and eight. Tickets are in 195 So That's going to be a great night. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, just uh, wanted people to know there are um, lots of fun dinners that are happening and fun events that are happening just for apple season, just generally. Yeah. So look up your favorite orchard. Um, in addition to Sweetland Orchard, there's a ton of orchards in the Twin Cities and oh it God. is apple season. There's so much. Um, let's talk about quickly Francis Fest. So there's a lot of Oktoberfest too. There's still Oktoberfest happening. And Lord knows that there's a lot of good ones out there. Francis Fest is not an Oktoberfest, but it is a vegan food fest. And that's happening at Indeed Brewing. It's today from noon to 9 p.m. And they've got Francis is that Northeast burger shop that does vegan burgers, plant-based burgers. And uh, so they're going to be out. They've got 20 local makers. They've got full, you know, they've got a, they've got beer. They've got live music going on there today. Um, and lots of, uh, you know, th- high flora is going to be out there. Plant Bar Cafe. Have you been there yet? I have not. I am really interested in that place, and I haven't been there either. Let's go when I come back. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's do it, <laughs> Stephanie. I just have, like, I just have, I don't, I guess I have to break down my feelings for it, because for me, and I've said it before on the show, but food is food, and, like, I don't want to get high from my food, so... I don't the whole idea of like putting like THC tinctures onto your food. But can't you do it without that? You can. But that's not the point of it. You know what I yeah. mean? So I don't wanna I don't know. I'm I'm happy to go give it a well, shot. There's a lot of THC feelings. Basically they had the uh cannabis director was uh, anointed yesterday night. and had the job for less than twenty four hours yep. before resigning. Before there were things. And there were like uh, so many comments. There's going to so be a lot comments. of there's going to be a lot of things with this that are going to be interesting. I think going yeah, forward, and it's so. just going to take some time. It's a new industry, just like beer was, and yeah, yeah. All right, gang. Well, we're wrapping it up. We are wrapping it up. We'll see you in a couple weeks, you guys. Yes, we'll see you on the other side. Have a great fall day. Hopefully, we get a little bit of rain just because we need it. We will see you in a couple weeks. Ciao, ciao.